Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you from uh, Minneapolis. The Oilers touching down at about 5.35 Edmonton time today and uh, made it up to the uh, hotel here. Special thanks to Brendan Escott for helping uh, put together uh, the show as always and hosting the first hour of the show. Oilers Now, where Royal Pizza's been involved with us on Oilers Now on 6.30, Chad, for the last... 13 seasons. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. You can get their new Canadian Club Sandwich with chicken, ham, bacon, ranch, lettuce, tomato. Visit royalpizza.ca. Stoffer recommendation. Royal Pizza's the Mediterranean Chicken. Royal Pizza's got 14 locations in Edmonton. Uh, one in Red Deer, five in Calgary, one in Regina, one in Saskatoon. Everything's real at Royal. Stoffer recommendation. Mediterranean Chicken. And uh, we head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline for the Farm Report with Bakersfield Condors head coach, Colin and chalk. The Farm Report is presented by Wave Bathroom Renovations, professional bathroom renovations built right. Hire Wave Bathroom Renovations and know your bathroom will turn out great. Hello, Colin. How are you doing? Doing great, Bob. How about yourself? Uh, not bad. Uh, always, sometimes there's teams that have been bad matchups and the Oilers have had some struggles against uh, the Minnesota Wild over the last several years. They've got a big, heavy, tough team. Uh, Dean Evison, who was a, a star player for Bill LaForge, who was a WHL legendary hard-nosed coach. His team's got some of that physical embodiment. So uh, going to be intrigued to see how Edmonton performs tomorrow, given they have no Connor McDavid. Now, we were playing Saturday night, so I didn't get a chance to watch your game, Colin. I was following it online in terms of the stat sheet, and it wasn't pretty on the shot total so maybe educate our listeners on what transpired this week against Ontario yeah we um well I think uh like you said we um you know we definitely didn't fire the the puck on the net as much as we we, we would have liked we we missed the net quite a bit um but we still need we still needed to have a uh, more of a shot mentality for sure but you know an, an interesting uh, uh stat that are that our goalie coach tracks all our scoring chances for and against, and the expected goals for were actually uh, you know 3.22, and our expected goals against were uh, were 3.08. So we you know if you're just looking at the, the quality of the chances, we had we had better ones, but at the same time, let's call a spade a spade. 17 shots isn't enough on a home opener, so that's definitely an area of improvement. Uh, you lost three two in that game. That was the final score, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Xavier Borgo got one for you late. 
Uh, McKaig, who had a very slow start to the season last year for you, got one early. Uh, but I'm told that uh, Lane Peterson uh, was quite noticeable out there. You signed Lane Peterson and Drake Cadula to be two-thirds of our first line. I don't think... Uh, is, is Cadula out right now for you? Because I didn't think I saw him on the uh, summary sheet, actually, come to think of it. Uh, but just yeah. a thought on Lane Peterson and then maybe... What's going on with Brake? Uh, yeah, Lane. Um, you know, he um, he had, I would say, uh, um, uh, an average game. I think probably on uh, on, on the, uh, the home opener versus Ontario. Um, but having said that, it's it's game two, right? We we went from eight days ago beating the uh, Calder Cup finalists in Game Seven. Uh, Lane had the first goal of the season on on a, on a great stick and, and breakaway, and then uh, we had an eight day layoff. Right? It was Ontario's fourth game, so uh, they they definitely skated better than us. But Lane is someone who can who can make plays, win faceoffs, um, score goals, and and set guys up. So he he'll be an impactful player here in the American League as he continues to. Uh, conversation with him today. He continues to find his game and build his confidence and that sort of stuff. Um, Drake Kajula, unfortunately, he went down in, in game one in the first period and um, he's out with a lower body injury and he's probably going to be out until uh, sometime, some late time, late November. So um, that, that's unfortunate because like you wow. said, he, he, he's, yeah, he skates well, he's a buzzsaw, he, he's high compete. Um, so you know, ho- hopefully he comes back mid November. But the plan right now is mid is mid to uh, mid to late November, and uh, uh, we'll just see how that goes. Oh, that's a that's a big loss for you. I mean, that's the first line winger. You did get Sam Gagne down today. He's uh, he signed an eight an amateur tryout for you. Uh, do you have? Did he practice with you guys today? Sam arrived last night. Uh, practice today. He was in great spirits. He, um, you know, uh, had a, a quick little uh, chat with him before practice. He, he, uh, he's excited to play. It, it's you know someone that has that pedigree experience. Uh, you know, playing a thousand games in the National League uh, to just be excited about about playing playing hockey after going through that rehab. And it's tough on on anybody. Just that mental uh, that mental grind. So um, he's excited. He he, uh, he definitely. Uh, Got some good reps today and, and touched on some skills and that sort of stuff. And uh, we'll he'll be in the lineup tomorrow night. Well, you're gonna put him in right away. Oh, I I was gonna ask you how. Well, I guess because you don't have Kajula, that opens up a veteran spot as well. Uh, because I, between Kajula, Brad Malone, uh, McKaig, Seth Griffith, uh, those are your, they're all uh, vets, and then Peterson and Gleason are transitional transitional vets. Three two uh, two sixty three hundred ten. The vets are north of three hundred ten pro games. So now you've got an open spot. So Gagne is gonna be in there tomorrow. That should be a big help to your lineup. Uh, all right, so we're getting texts on the Ashley Five Floors text line for Colin Chalk for our uh, farm report. Colin, how did how did Xavier Borgo and Raphael Lavoie look this weekend for you against uh, Ontario? This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, you know, they both had, I, I believe it was five and four or four and five in, on shots. So, uh, you know, uh, as far as uh, uh, the percentage or numbers wise, they accounted for half of the shots for. So, uh, you know, Xavier, I'll touch on him first. He's playing with more confidence. He's, he's put on some weight. Uh, he's playing with more confidence some more poise. And, and that's uh, that's a really exciting uh, thing to, to see. Um, he, he had he had a few good scoring chances. Uh, he scored one, obviously. Uh, on the six on five there so he's, he's on the ice and, and pivotable and important uh, moments um, and then there was probably two or three times at least uh, uh, that we, when we met with him today and showed him some individual stuff uh, just from his skill development where he's got a great shot that he passed up some opportunities to shoot so excited uh, about him for sure and and Raf um, um, uh, he's taking the puck to the net he's shooting the puck he, he, he's got his shooting stick in his bag and I, I, I Every day I see him, I, I remind him he's a shooter. So, um, you know, he's, he's playing heavier. Uh, he's doing the right things. And uh, th- those, both those players, are uh, there's definitely a light shining on them right now. All right. Marcus Niemalainen uh, finished the preseason banged up. He played for you on uh, Saturday night. We're joined by Colin Chalk, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. What did you think of him? Well, Nemo is just uh, you know someone who who's, who's who's steady, who you know makes a good elevated pass, who blocks a shot, who who will, will take a hit to make a play. Uh, is not afraid to throw his weight around. And I think the biggest thing that that Nemo Linen brings is that when he's on the ice people are aware of it and I'm talking the opposition so then that's what Nemo brings and he needs to continue to bring that on a nightly basis and go about his business and we're, we're excited to have him. One of the guys that really impressed the fans I know he picked up an assist uh, on the Borgo goal or one of the two goals the other night was uh, Ben Gleason. Um I mean, this guy stayed right to the end of Oilers training camp uh, until the final preseason game. Obviously a key guy. Now, are you playing him on the left side or on the right side right now, Colin? He's playing on the left side right now with uh, with Phil Kemp. Okay, and how was that pairing? It's good. I mean, he, you know, Kemper, I think uh, uh, Condors and Oilers fans know that, that uh, Kemper is, is, uh, is a glue guy. He's, he's a keep it simple. He's a get in the lane. Uh, he's take a hit to make a play, that sort of stuff. And uh, Gleason is a little bit more dynamic, right? He's a little bit more offensive. He's a little little craftier. Uh, he has that, 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 uh, that flair to his game. And, uh, and, and right now, uh, you know, they are both providing some offense or defending well, but at the same time, it's two games, right? They're they're uh, they're failing each other out. All right, uh, final question for you, Colin. What does the schedule look like uh, for the rest of the? I, you mentioned you only had the one game in eight days, so it picks up an hour, right? Doesn't it? 
Yeah, I, I, I think our guys are excited about uh, about playing tomorrow at home versus Henderson and then uh, having a practice day, a travel day, and then uh, playing back-to-back in Tucson. So it, it'll be nice here uh, over the next, um, I guess, what, what, what do we call it here, the next uh, uh, five days uh, to play three games, right? So uh, we're excited to, to, to get our groove and, and to build our momentum. And uh, it's a great time, especially after a loss, just to get back on the horse and get right. Colin, we'll hook up next Monday. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. Best of luck to you guys tomorrow. Yep, you bet. That is uh, Colin Chalk, and he uh, joins us every Monday here on Oilers Now. And Colin's appearances are, that's the farm report for Wave Bathroom Renovations. Professional uh, bathroom renovations built right. Hire Wave Bathroom Renovations and know your bathroom will turn out uh, great. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Mr. C says, Bob, the owners need to play smarter, not harder. Get to the front of the net, shoot more instead of the fancy play, get the demon more involved as well. Nuge was right. That one comes to us. For Mr. C. Reed Wilkins is coming up. More with Brendan Escott. We'll have this day in Oilers history when we return at 645 at Edmonton. And you're listening to Oilers now. Thanks, Connor. It's 649 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with the Oilers in Minneapolis. Uh, this is Oilers Now. We're going to bring aboard from Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins and Brendan Escott. Reed, uh, you heard Connor McDavid coming back with that uh uh, that return, I'd like to just get your thoughts on this show on uh, the potential of Connor being out a week to two weeks. What's your take? Well, I'll tell you what, Connor or Bob, when Connor McDavid is on the ice and it's basically every third shift in a hockey game, really a little more than that because he averages over 20 minutes, everybody knows. <laughs> His teammates know, the fans know. And the opposition knows, perhaps more importantly than ever, he changes the entire dynamic of the game when he's on the ice, whether it's five or five, five on five or on the power play. So long term, the Oilers do not have anybody that can match that threat. Um, I mean, I know there's still some great players on the team and Dreisaitl won a Hart Trophy partially because of how he played in the six games Connor was out in February of 2020. Short term, though, I think this team can survive it. And it's going to be three to five games that he's going to miss. Maybe two to five if the unlikely comes true when he comes back for the Heritage Classic, but probably at least three. They can survive it because I think Dreisaitl is perfectly fine being the alpha dog himself. And I think, you know, they recognize how they have to play. And I think that as disappointed as they might be with a 1-3-1 and record, they can't find a lot of fault with the game against Winnipeg. I mean, they, they outchanced them with the game tied after the tough goal against late in the second period. They outplayed them in the third period. They couldn't just beat Hellebuck. So I, I, I try to look at this as, as an opportunity rather than something that's going to derail the whole season. Yeah, it's always interesting, right? You mentioned that goal against. I know there was a question after the game. And, you know, I've criticized lots of players over the years, and uh, it's one thing for me to do it. But when you, sometimes when you ask a question, you do, my general rule of thumb is you, the player doesn't want to be in a position where he's commenting on another player. If uh, if I go and criticize a player, i got to deal with the, the ramifications. Leon had a, frankly, a, not a surprising response. All those sort of things happen once 
a while. It's just the way it is, and it showed a little bit of that fire that Leon has. Now, Reed, I'm, I'm going to ask Brendan this in a second, but i got to ask you, uh, Edmonton Elks today, uh, anything surprising from your end as a guy who who gets to cover both the Oilers and the Elks, and 630 Chad's the play-by-play voice of uh, both the two uh, biggest sports pr- properties in the city? Uh, I, I don't know if I'd say surprising. I, I'd say something that stood out is that Chris Jones said Trey Ford will return as the number one quarterback, which I think was nice to hear. Uh, but then he mentioned Taylor Cornelius's name in the next sentence, which I think sort of confirms what I had suspected. Bob, I, I think you and I might have talked about it off air too. You know, has Chris Jones totally been sold on Trey Ford, even though he was his starting quarterback the last 10 games of the season? Um, I mean, there's still a lot of instability with the team. And and I think that, again, even includes the quarterback position, even though Ford was clearly the best quarterback who played for them this season, even though he still showed some struggles along the way. And you know what, Bob? I, I got to... I got to hand it to Jake Ceresna on on, on another note as well. And uh, I know people are probably sick about hearing about this, but it set the tone for the season. He went back and said how big that season opening loss to Saskatchewan was. You know, failing to get in from the one and then still having the Saskatchewan defense pinned on the one and the defense not being able to stop them. Just how much that sequence... yeah, might have crazy, affected eh? the, the the next few weeks. Reed, uh, let's bring in Brendan here. Brendan, you did countdown to the kickoff all year. You worked with Morley and Dave all season long. Anything stand up for the end of year uh, Elks avail for you? Yeah, maybe just the certainty with which Chris Jones is going to be leading the charge into next season. I think you got to really evaluate an eight and twenty-eight record over the last two seasons, and uh, you know I understand that there's something to be said for investing time into a particular regime, which is something they haven't done or really been able to over the last several years. But I think there needs to be a long look from whomever, if it's Lalasher as the team president in the long term or whoever gets that role, they got to be sure that this is in fact the man that they want leading the, everything forward and even perhaps with uh, fewer duties on his plate in 2024. Okay, Reed, what do you have coming up tonight on Inside Sports? Well, I actually uh, have an abbreviated show today, Bob, because uh, Morley's got the Elks this week between 7 and 7.30, so I'll go over some of my thoughts on the Elks season. Uh, we'll look at some of the Oilers storylines from today because there were some uh, other things to talk about besides Evander Kane being out, and I'll keep people updated on uh, Game 7 in baseball and Monday Night Football between the Niners and the Vikings. Evander Kane being out? Did I say that? No, Evander Kane also spoke. Yes. Uh, I yeah, apologize yeah, yeah. if I said that. I, I might have misheard That's, you. Okay. No, he is, Reed, he is great, playing. <laughs> great stuff. I'll, I'm going to give you a quick call right after we're off the air, okay, my man? We're okay. just coordinating something for tomorrow's show. Uh, let's go to this Dan Oilers history. It's presented by New West Travel. You can join the three-night Montreal road trip. Private suite. We found an extra suite. We've got extra seats. You fly to Montreal, stay right downtown, beautiful Montreal. The Oilers in Montreal in January. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. And here is Brendan Escott. Oh, yeah. 2016, during a balmy 10-degree afternoon, the Oilers get three second-period goals to down the Winnipeg Jets 3-0 in the Heritage Classic held at Investors Group Field in Winnipeg. Just over 33,000 fans watching Cam Talbot earn that shutout for Edmonton. I I believe, Bob, sort of jump in. Longest face-off show we ever had to do.
Yeah, that one was delayed. And I, I, you know what I remember? I remember the Oilers scoring on a three-on-one and McDavid and Nurse just screaming. And the audio was awesome. You could hear it. It was so clear and concise that day in Winnipeg. Uh, Reed's got inside sports, as we mentioned, coming up. Uh, Morley Scott uh, as the Elks close out their uh, season. Uh, Daily face-offs, Frank Saravalli will be on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now for Horse Racing Alberta Experience Live Standard Bit Racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more info, head to thehorses.com. We will also have for Wow Factor Desserts, in fact, I'm going to see him in 10 minutes' time, Brian Lawton will be on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now as well. So stay tuned. James Dunn has a global news weather traffic update. Then Reed's got inside sports. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now from Winnipeg back at you tomorrow, 5 o'clock, no, 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock Edmonton time.